The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk all things barbecue and maybe some of the topics you may talk around the pit. Today, we are joined... Filling in for Mr. Johnny Mags, owner of Bedlin Farm Barbecue, host of the Bedlin Barbecue Competition this past September. September, yeah. Educator, writer, so many things I could say. My man, Len Will, fellow New England pitmaster moderator. Len Will, what's up, brother? Yeah, thanks for having me, man. How are you doing? It's cool to do this. Dude, it is great to have you. We have an exciting show today. This is your first time on the show. It is. It's your first time. I'm thrilled. I'm impressed by the setup, too. This is a nice setup, right? Nobody really gets this. Look at this light cage. It's really really bright. It is. Really in your face. I feel it myself. But no, it's nice. It is. But like, less will... We have a lot to talk about today. We have amazing guests. But before we talk about our guest belly button meat hole or our sausage blue balls, yeah. let's tell our let's tell our guests. Let's tell our everyone that the show is brought to you by. I'm gonna get right into it because we got a lot to talk about today. Uncle Steve's Shake. You ever wonder why no one's going to your barbecues and why they're going to Chrissy's? Is it because I don't have Uncle Steve's Shake? You're probably not using Uncle Steve's Shake. And you know what? Chrissy is, which means Always. one thing. You better get you some. Damn straight. Uncle Steve's Shake is handmade. It uses only the finest ingredients and comes in 12 amazing flavors. If you can eat it, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. If you have any shake questions, Uncle Steve has amazing customer service. And they'll walk you through all your shake needs. Yeah. It's time to take your backyard game and your competition, competition game. Tell you that next level with Uncle Steve's Shake. Shake some on everything. Everything. UncleSteveShake.com. Also brought to you by Backline Smokers. Backline Fabrication, Mr. Ryan Newland out of Austin, Texas, pumping out some of the most fantastic one-off smokers, custom live fire devices that you've ever laid your eyes on. He custom fabricates every square inch of his pits. Bottom line, he puts his heart, his soul into every single build. Not one pit looks the same. And the possibilities are absolutely endless. Check out Mr. Ryan Newland, Backline Smokers, Backline Fabrication out of Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. BacklineFab.com. You he won't be disappointed. Work, he does amazing work. Yeah, I can attest to that. I and happen Uncle to have Steve's one. Is great too. I don't know if you've ever heard me talk about it, but I do have one. Yeah, I'd heard yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop, whether you're barbecuing or not. We're just keeping the smoke rolling. Thanks to our friends at twoguyscigars.com. Today we're smoking the... You are smoking the CLE 25th anniversary. Yes, we are. It's delicious. Yep. Today, yes. Well, actually, you had last week's smoke up there, which was actually very delicious as well. It Thanks was. to our friends at twoguys.com. We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's number twoguyscigars.com. And our latest member to the family, MagnaChef Gloves. My man, do you have a set of these yet? I don't, but they're very impressive looking. Dude. I might have to steal that set right there. Look at our buddy, Mr. Al Infanti right here. You know, at first, you might question his webbed feeling. 
but you get used to it really, really quick. They're thin, they're light. You click them right on, they come right off. Patented magnetic design made by, it's food grain silicone, made by a fireman, by the way. He's a fireman. This guy knows how to, knows how to protect from heat. These things are good up to 500 degrees, although I've held a lit coal in my hands, which was pretty dope. Um, but, so they're one size fits all, and the best thing is they're made right here in the U.S. So check out the MagnaChef gloves, MagnaChef.com. They come in quite a bit of colors. I got the red. They come in blue. You got the green, black. Check them out. What I like about them is there's no little cotton inside, so when you take them out, that little piece doesn't come out with it, yeah. and you can't get the pinky back into the spot yeah, anyway. No, well. yeah. So that's that. And without further ado, Damn. we are going to get into what John and I call the brass tax. And the brass tax today, coming back for a third time, Canada's favorite female grill masters, Maddie and Kiki Longo of Maddie and Kiki's Grill Studio. What's up, girls? Hey, you guys. Oh, we are yeah. so back. We're so happy. You to are back so for a third back. Time. Holy moly, here you are again. Yeah. I know. How has this been a third time? Like, I don't know, but we always say every time we get done being on the show, we're like, we want to go back every week. I, <laughs> we love you guys. We don't have long enough. You know, some of these podcasts <laughs> go for hours. We just, we got less than an hour, which we just got to squeeze it all in. So but that's why you guys do such a great job. You get right to the juicy stuff. You don't waste it. any time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's it. That's the it. Brass tax, if you <laughs> the will. Brass tax. Oh my goodness. Oh, sorry, brass tax. John loves <laughs> to say. John loves to say the brass tax. Okay. He's always like the. Let's get into the brass tax. And people, I, I wore this V-neck yellow shirt that everyone made fun of once. It, like the whole entire <laughs> show, they're like, "That is the worst shirt Bobby Brook has ever worn in his life." So we were gonna get. Brass tax T-shirts made on yellow V-necks for everybody, <laughs> and I bet you we'd sell a lot of them. <laughs> Ladies, that's like the most Italian thing ever. I would mind seeing Greg or Len rock a yellow V-neck though. I uh, there's nothing wrong with that. So it's you guys, you know, I feel like you look hot with that. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you guys never officially met, right? No, Have we you? Haven't, but you I, haven't. But so. I've seen these ladies right on a previous podcast, and I was saying to Greg. I can't believe you invited me to do this when the coolest <laughs> guests that you bring on happen to be there at the same time. Look at that. John, Johnny Mags is calling in. He Johnny Mags. Wait, you know what? I should have picked it up. Call back, John. I think he knows what you're doing right now, so it might have been an intentional phone call. It might have been, actually. Call back. I just I shut it off because I thought my ringer was off, and it was He's off, like, but my, my watch was going yeah. off. He's I like, I'm busy. Forgot to shut the watch off. You gave me all these warnings about what to do like, with Len, my phone. Shut your ringer off. Turn down your volume. Shit's going to blow up all over the place. Meanwhile, my watch is You just is message him like, new podcast, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> so we're, welcome. We're, we're five minutes into the show yeah. and he's calling. Yeah, he's like, you're, yeah, you're right. out. Yeah. So Len is a fellow New England pit master. He is a moderator of the page. He owns uh, Bedlam Farm Barbecue and he was the host of uh, this uh, amazing competition that we had. Barbecue Bedlam. Bar- barbecue Bedlam competition yeah. in September. So hoping to make it an annual thing. Maybe the girls would want to come down oh. because we did oh. have a female. We, had a, we, we were encouraging females to enter the competition, yeah, but there man. really wasn't, I feel, enough of them that would... Really? I, and I have a question for you, guys. Why do you girls think that is? 
why, why? I don't know. That's a that is a good question because I these days I'm actually shocked that there wasn't a girl like a girl group that that was part of it. Yeah, because it does seem like there's more there there is more women getting involved than when we started. For that's for sure. One hundred percent agree. Does, there yep. does seem to still be some hesitation as far as using the grill goes, but and as and and as far as competitions, like yes. I feel like people women have come a long way with like owning grills, rocking the grill. But then it, when it comes to the competition side of it, there's still like hesitant for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think there could be like an intimidation factor there. Well, but, yeah. there really shouldn't be. I mean, I, which Netflix show had the barbecue competition and and American and, Barbecue Showdown was and it? The women kicked the asses of all the men in that show. Tina kicks some ass. She won. That's how she, we we did. Tina won, right? Yeah, yeah. That's we, awesome. Tina yeah. won. Yeah. We and we did um one of the teams. We said free entry for an all-woman team because we wanted a yeah. Get some more women in. I mean, we're not that far of a drive from you guys. What, six hours? Guys, we're looking for an excuse to get down there. Oh, so if, yeah. you guys, if you guys have it every Saturday, every September, I well, we're, we're going to have oh, one. Yes. We're going to have one in between now and then that we've been discussing. We're, we're, we're working on it. We're working it's a tough. We're trying to find the venue to accommodate as many teams as we want to have, like 40, 50 teams. We have a lot of people that want to. That want to do it because not everyone wants wants to jump into KCBS. It's a little bit intimidating for some people, yeah. you know. And that's a two. You know, you got to show up the day before. You're staying overnight, that's so we're trying thing. to make it more accessible to people who just want to show up day of. So, but we know that's the char- awesome. we know the charcoal chicks would come down, and maybe they would enter. That would be the fantastic. females. Would. The guys, females of flame. Absolutely love that. That would be super cool. We love things like that. And like when the world starts to get back to normal, because we're still not really there yet, we will be there because we would absolutely love that. And especially up here in Canada, there's not as many competitions as we would like to see. Yes. So please invite us to stop. You're invited. It's a short road trip. It's not that bad. It's really, it shouldn't be more than a six hour drive. I would imagine. I mean, C-Mac just invited you guys to Riverfest. Let's say who's, who's in the chat, right? Yeah. Well, that would be that would actually be phenomenal. Open invitation for Maddie and Kiki at Riverfest. Ooh. Now that's another fun, fun event. It is that we had this year, that and that was a back-to-back bad. weekend this year. Riverfest and Lens thing. Yeah, we got to coordinate oh, that. Oh, cool. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I think your mom's in the chat. Hi, Gina. <laughs> uh, Mom, please submit yeah. uh, embarrassing questions and/or stories about the girls. What's up, CJ? Uh-huh. What's up? What's up, guys? Kent. <laughs> so, um, so you guys have been busy, really, really busy since the last time we, you guys came on. I mean, I feel like every time we chat, you either just come off a media tour, or you're going on a media tour, or. <laughs> They're thinking about a media tour or <laughs> something's happening re- regarding media tours and just just busy, 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 huh? That hasn't really changed. We're, we're planning another media <laughs> yeah, tour. We're on another one coming up for the holidays. Literally, <laughs> literally next week, we're on another one all across Canada. But because of obviously COVID and everything, now it's all still over Skype, which we've adapted to. It's, they're, they're still a lot of fun. It's, it's kind of weird doing them over Skype. Yeah. But we're really excited to tra- be able to travel that way at least now. <laughs> Greg's right. There's always, we're always going on one and we're finishing one. <laughs> and exhausted. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, Wait, so you guys are not traveling in person right now? Or you are traveling in person? No, we're not still yet. not able oh, okay. to travel in person. 
person because all the st- all the TV stations want them done virtually still. Okay. So we're happy to do them in our backyard. We don't need to pack up the grills and everything. And it's that's even that's almost even better because sometimes the stations don't have it, so we are able to grill. Like they don't have the capacity to show us grilling outside, mm-hmm. so we end up having to just cook inside, which we don't really like. So then now doing them at home, we're able to grill in our own backyard and actually grill. So yes. it's a lot cooler that way. Nice. Now are you guys going to be. So what, what's the what's the, so it's a, the holiday season here? Are you yeah. guys going to be obviously? Do you grill? Do you cook for the when the whole family gets together? Do you guys get a chance to relax and let you know maybe mom still cooks or anyone else cousins or anyone else cooking or are you guys throwing down during the holidays for the fam? Well, I don't know about you guys, but you guys are both in food, so you guys probably can relate. We can't get a day off on the holidays, okay? So there's like an expectation now that every single holiday we have to do. It's so true. Even if we're, because we're still cooking, like that's what we do 24-7 anyway, but it's still, our families still are like, well, we're still going to do the turkey thing though, right? And we're like, well, I guess. We have to do it all. And even if someone ends up posting we always still have to end up at the grill or involved in some aspect of it. So we can't get away with it. You guys are probably the same way. I don't know. I've screwed up enough holiday meals that I'm sometimes disinvited from cooking. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, yeah, it was understood that the smoker was going on for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You can get away with it. Christmas. I I have off on this Christmas. You do. Yeah. My sister throws down. My sister is a phenomenal phenomenal cook yeah she's written actually a cookbook and one for like like a, like a children's book and a cookbook and a children's cool. and a children's cookbook I plug believe. it yeah i can't remember the oh, name no. Off the top of my head. <laughs> no uh nico and his magical earmuffs is yeah. the uh, is the children's book and uh i can't i'm just blanking on the cookbook name um but she throws over. down and you know, look, we're all Italian here. So this is, I don't, for most people, like this is my favorite holiday of the year coming up yeah. is Christmas Eve. Yeah, I agree with that. That is my, I mean, look, Thanksgiving's up there, you know, Easter's fun. But Christmas Eve, since I was a little, little kid, that's been, that's just where the memories stem from. So, and that's, you, you girls are Italian too? Long ago. Yeah. So did you guys do do the seven fishes? No, for some reason, we actually, we are one of the, one of the rare Italian families that we never did that. We eat everything on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Kind of break all the rules. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We did that. For a few years, we did the seven fishes. Right. And so what, what are the typical seven fishes for those of our brothers and sisters out there that don't know what don't the seven fishes me. are. So the idea of it is, Uncle Steve, what's Christmas up, buddy? Eve, you're supposed to have seven varieties of seafood yes. served at the table. Yep. I remember one year, my wife, my wife caught the flu on Christmas Eve. Oof. We had everybody over the house, and my my father's downstairs cooking seven fishes, getting a stomach bug, and cooking second, seven fishes. Was that was it wasn't it wasn't a good time. It was no. bad for everybody. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, you yeah, had the shrimp. You do the shrimp. shrimp. Yeah, squid, like calamari. a like a like a scampi. You yeah. know, yeah, right? that's right. Calamari. Or, right, you do a calamari. Lots now, you would, now most people would be thinking that it'd be like a fried calamari, but this yeah. is like a cold calamari salad. Well, or you Ooh. put it in the gravy. You can sneak a few fishes in the gravy if you absolutely, right. absolutely. Sauce. <laughs> I don't know if I'm not, I'm not supposed to say gravy. Gravy sauce. It depends on there. who your grandmother is, I guess. And then the smelts. Did you guys eat the smelts? We didn't do. Oh smelts. my god, smelt is so good. I can't do the smelts. Yeah. 
I can't do them. Maybe now. Maybe now. I I haven't tried to smelt in years. Yeah, I'm not. Probably since I was a kid, you know. And I just guys. Oh my goodness! You wrap my head around the smelt. Lobster haddock made it into the seven. Because if you're in New Buc- England, your seven fishes are dictated by your locale. Our white right? fish was bacala. No, yes, yes. Right, right. Who knows the bacala? That's legit. Oh yeah, Chrissy, you know the bacala? So salty, so no. delicious. You don't know. It's a salt. No. It's a salted I've heard cod. The word. Oh. Right, it's a salted cod. It's right? basically this is in order to survive. You had to salt the hell out of the cod. So the tradition carried on. But I'll tell you, if you if you give me seven, I have to eat. Salted cod shows up around fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's not a great thing. I don't like the salted cod. No, that's my not dad sit there and eat the bacala all night long. Fried bacala, <laughs> bacala salad. I just no. that's old school though. So it's good that he, you got some old school stuff going. He was old there. school. He sit there with his scally cap on, and nineteen yeah. chains, chest hairs just flapping in the in the yeah. breeze, bell bottoms, and still in the eighty five. Yeah, you're and like, you're like, he sit next next to the uh, the Oscar, you know, the, the fish tank. They had an Oscar. It was like eighteen years old. This thing could eat a small child <laughs> yeah. if it stuck its arm in the tank. Yep. You know, and they had these little goldfish. And my dad would sit there and eat his bacala salad. And he'd seriously just with one hand, he'd just take a goldfish and be like, "Hey, son," and he'd toss a goldfish in the. Oscar tank, and it, it was part of the Oscar. He ate good during Christmas Eve, too. He had the wow. seven. They gave him seven Aww. fishes, too. That's, you know? That's, so. that's out there. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you know. You, wonderful memory. Yeah, nothing like cannibalism <laughs> oh, for oh, it's family bad. fun. We're in a three-family with a, a triple-decker house, right, on the third floor. Where is this? In Revere. Yeah, yeah. Of course, <laughs> right? Of course. In Revere, which yep. is like, uh, if you don't know what Revere is, that's like, the Staten Island of Boston, right? And you know, everyone's ripping cigarettes. They have you know one window cracked like that much at right. one end of the living room, right? And then at the other end of the house, way at the other side, there's another one, just to <coughs> get that little cross. Yeah. Forty-five kids pulling each other's hair, banging <laughs> into stuff. That's that's, yeah. that's yeah. the Italian tradition. You know, my, my mother chasing either me, and my sister around with her high heel. You know, yep. trying to like hit us with it or something, or the yard stick. Or, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I get the yard stick. That uh, was part of my Christmas. Yeah, you know, one point, at one point, we had uh, you know, like a, a ping pong paddle with the ball ripped off. That was my mother's weapon of choice. Ooh, that was nice. Because it came right back and she could fire no, it up. No, the ball wasn't on. It was just a wooden oh. paddle. <laughs> and I remember we got big enough. <laughs> she, she that little staple it. that holds the string on. She has gone. Tore that right off. Yeah, we, we we got to like teenager. Maybe not that old, but I remember the day when she she caught me and my brother with it. And it was such a flimsy little paddle that we both turned and started laughing. I think mm-hmm. that was the end of using wooden weapons to hit your kids. Yeah. Anyway. That's about the, that, that went out with the yardstick. I think so. I think yeah. it did. Um, anyway. But anywho. <laughs> um, so what are, what are some traditional dishes that the Longos make at uh, during uh, the holiday season or maybe either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Is either one bigger, bigger for you guys, the eve or, or, the, or the day? It doesn't really make a difference to us because we're normally working either one or both of those days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we always just do our celebration whenever we can. Yep. Um, but I don't, that's a tough one. I know. Mm. Cause we, we do like a tradition. I feel like our Christmas dinner is very similar to the Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. It's, it's basically the same things, the Turkey, the gravy, the stuffing. Yeah. We have a couple of the dishes that you guys mentioned, the bacala. We always had the, uh, um, the calamari salad okay. that yeah. we do. So we're very Canadian Italian. We don't speak Italian, but we do love, and I don't know if you guys have this, you know, those fried round things. Yes. 
They're like, they're, it looks like a donut, but it's savory and it's got potato in it. It's a potato dough. Don't know it. Wait, no, no. You're what? Not, a pasta? Not, you're not talking about it sounds like a dessert enough. thing. No. Is it no, a bread? No, it's not a dessert thing. It's like, it's like you'd have on the table like bread. Like it sits in like a bread basket, but it's like a fried donut. But it's like, it's, it's like savory. It's like a pizza dough, but with, with um, potato mixed into it. Oh my God. Barbecue Mama is watching right now. Barbecue Mama, tell us what they're called. We never know. We never get the name right, but we are obsessed with that. I could eat a million of those things. I try to think. I try. I know. Is it? I don't know how to pronounce it. Svincy? Svincy? Sicilian fried dough? No? No. I feel like all regions in Italy, every region has its own thing. So that, like, we could, the name could, it could be that we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. But everyone just has a different name for it. Mike says, like, holy donut. Well, <laughs> Mike we, we do fried dough. <laughs> fried uh, dough. Yeah, but not, but I don't, I don't know, think potatoes. It's like that. Potatoes don't get involved in the donuts. No, potatoes don't go <laughs> Not in at our house, anyhow. No, no. Hey, do you guys roll the smokers out for Christmas at all? Or you, everything's in Yeah, there? we do. Yeah. We do. We that we always do a smoked turkey. Yep. We always do a smoked turkey. But that's what, that's what we're saying. We can't get away from the holidays without doing some major component to it. Are you brining your turkeys? We always brine. We always, always brine. Do you no guys inject. brine? No inject, just brine, right? Straight up. We're not an no, inject we're not, type, we're not, type of no, no, injector. Injector people like that like divides people. The injecting we for, we feel like it's overrated. Definitely. I find myself on the line recently. I usually would brine a turkey. I do too, yeah. Yeah, usually. And I didn't brine my turkey this year. I injected it with butter and <clears throat> Uncle Steve's shake. Well done. That was a nice plug. Wasn't that nice? I like that one. And I, I really did Very though. Nice. I used his <laughs> sweet and spicy with smoke bomb. Ooh. Mix it in with the melted butter, and I injected it. And actually, I believe it was his idea. Sure. We talked about it, Great. and he said, this is what I do. Talk about I value did it, add. It was, I mean, it was, the ingredients. Talk about value add. Recipe, that's it was delicious. It's the first time I've ever really – I'm not a huge injector. I find myself teetering on the fence lately. That's the beauty of barbecue, though. you got to try new stuff. Because I've been practicing, the, I've been right. practicing the comp flats, you yeah, know, and yeah, those yeah, yeah. you kind of have to inject. So you say comp? Do you girls do competitions? We've done a few up here, but yeah. like I said, there's not that many to to go to up here. Like in Canada, yeah. competitions aren't that huge, unfortunately. And they're definitely not like you know how you guys are saying like you have to inject. Like the the competitions up here are like. Just come and have fun, and everyone's yeah. a winner. Like, it's very Canadian yeah, in that way. Exactly. <laughs> very polite people end up. It's basically like a cook-off where there's like someone crowned number one, but it's like everyone's sharing food and it's yep. more like it's like a family barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. I mean that, that it does sound very Canadian. Yeah. Well <laughs> everyone gets a participation every, award. <laughs> every trophy's yeah. the same yeah. That's great. Well, they create their own competition, these girls. Have you watched some of their videos lately? Yes. I'll tell you something. I mean, they have been going sister to sister, the back. head to head. Yep. You wash my car, scrub my toilet. I mean, they're going old school with this shit right now. But who's deciding the winner if it's sister versus sister? I think they have votes the next day. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. So the online people are voting for this? Online, yes. The online people. Big presentation points then, I suppose. Us, us, us bots that are out there watching. We're, yeah. we're like just, we're, we're out there. We're, we're, the next day, results, boom, done. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's amazing, actually. It's a great idea. Well, I was going to say, I, you guys are doing something for charity for, for the holiday. Uh, are you not? 
Oh. Yeah, I, I, yes. was, I was impressed. Yeah, I Maybe we should actually. talk about that. Yeah, you guys want to talk about that? That's all? holiday right there. We'll give them back. Yeah, we absolutely are. That is actually something that we really wanted to focus on this year because we just feel like a lot of people are so preoccupied with consumption, the buying, the presents, just the top 10 lists of Mm -hmm. like gift guides and all this kind of stuff that we just really wanted to focus on having people acknowledge what the holiday season is really about and put that at the forefront of everything, which is like donating to a good cause, baking cookies for someone that you think might need them. And there's so many different organizations that could use that kind of thing that we just really wanted to try to promote that. That's uh, it's fantastic. So can you tell everybody what the name of it is and, and where it's at? So that, is this something other people can get involved in all over the place? Yeah, we love people to get involved with it because it's all just basically to have fun and, and celebrate the spirit of the season. So it's called Maddie and Kiki's Holiday Acts of Kindness. There's three different acts to, to complete by, I think we said December 24th. Mm-hmm. So people have time, but basically it leads right up to um, to Christmas Eve. And the whole point is just to have fun and, and really experience the, the spirit of the season, get the kids involved maybe. Yeah. And if you go on our Instagram page, you can see what those three acts are. And then if you complete all three of them, you get entered into win a prize by Christmas Eve. So we're going to put something forward and, and recognize those people that are going to take the time to do that kind of thing, because um, we're really psyched about that kind of stuff. Yeah. That is fantastic. That is just amazing. Absolutely. It just goes hand. I mean, barbecue always sort of gives back, finds a way to to do something good for people. I love that you guys are doing that. So you're so right, Len. The, we always say this: the barbecue family, the barbecue community. It's the best culinary community out there. There's something about barbecue that has like a natural, sweet, good family vibe to it. Somehow, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I can't explain it. <laughs> It's true. I Why mean, do you think that is? I, you know, it's funny. Technically, we're competitors. We both own a barbecue catering company and live twenty minutes from each other. Yeah. But we, I don't. We, we don't. I feel we look at it the same way. We're not. I mean, we yes, technically are. I guess you can call us competitors. But I look at us as more of of, of alliances. I, I, I look at you know, we help each other. I think so. I mean, we're I, looking to grow the same purpose. Yeah. I mean, but it. I haven't met too many people in barbecue that aren't that way. That's, it's just a weird thing that everyone is just good to each other yep. and wants to help each other out. It, it, it's amazing. Yeah. It's one of the only industries that really that I've, I've felt that in. I've been in a few industries in yeah. my career as whatever. Yeah. You know, before real estate and sales, different sales jobs, different industries, been in the radio industry, this and that. Everything seems doggy dog. Yeah. You know, but the, the barbecue community, it kind of just makes you feel comfortable. You know, especially I, we witnessed it at, at our competition at that first KCBS that we did. You know, these guys were like, you need a spice grinder for that because your seasoning is way too thick for that steak. Because we did a practice steak. I'm like, who, who would tell you that? I know. See, and then like, lend that's so you like- their grinder and be like, grind your seasoning so it melts into your steak. Like, and you're about to go head to head with them, and about to go head to head. They with paid them. real money to be there, and there's something on the line, and and that's how it is. Our like, first comp was the same way. People 100%. come over to us. They said, if you submit all four turn-ins on time, you won. And if you go around and meet as many people as you can, you won. They also warned me that it would cost me, you know, just being there is going to end up costing me ten grand because I'm going to get addicted. Yep, they were right, <laughs> at least that much. <laughs> What's up, Texas Barbecue Chapter in the house? Chris Kano, what's up, Ray Sheehan? What's up, Efron? 
Hey guys. Hey guys. We can't see the chat, but hello to everybody watching right now. <laughs> Eric, the Gator, Radme, Jeff Nelson. What's going on, Max? Thanks for watching, guys. Really appreciate it. Claudia, how are you? Where's your man? I just got to say this right here. Johnny Max is busting his yep. buns right now. That dude is working. Shout out to the host of the show. Johnny Max. Johnny Max. He is busting him, right? He is on the street 8 o'clock every, I mean, sorry, 6 o'clock every day, out by 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. Oof. Well, he told us. He said he's work. He's work. He's nonstop, fourteen-hour days. Yeah, that guy needs yeah. a day off, hardcore. Yes. He is. This is his busy season. Yeah, he's legit wow. Santa Claus right now. He's just delivering <laughs> joy. He's nonstop, jolly fellow. He, he is. is. Yeah, it is. He's 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 out there and he is busting it. So, no. big props to Johnny Mags. Yeah. So earlier, you guys heard me say something about a belly button meat hole and sausage blue I don't balls. Know, I don't know what oh, you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> These girls kill me. If no one watches their videos, you need to just jump on the YouTube channel. By the way, 2,000 plus subscribers. Whoop, whoop. Right? Thank you very much. Yep. Thank oh, you, God. Greg. Yep, yep. And um, they, they have fun. They really have Fun. Can you explain? First of all, let me just throw this out there. <laughs> yep. What you guys might not know <clears throat> is one of our famous, uh, one of our uh, 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 candidates' uh, favorite female grill masters is a vegan. Is that right? That's right. Kiki is a vegan. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I didn't want to call him Canada's favorite female grill master. These guys are just some of my. They favorite are the female. favorite grill masters, oh, but I, 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 I mean. <laughs> I'm just, they are the, I'm not female as in because that's what's in their title recently and I don't want to leave it out. <laughs> I mean, they're hell It's important hell because they, are, they inspire right. the women more out women there, to get more women this. to get out there. So I think yeah. it's important. That's right, Greg. That's why it's in yep. there. That's yes. why. Very, that's, very good point. That's exactly why it's in there. And I, I feel that and I know that. So, no, it isn't like a just all female. It is for a reason. It is not no, to exclude. Exactly, it is to include. Exactly. And encourage. Yes. Growing, Chrissy got it. Yeah, Chrissy has got it. I'm all yep, over yep, it. Yep, yep. But um, no, they uh, they have been. Um, so yeah, you, so 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 Kiki's a vegan. Blue it, ball sausages. I don't know. Okay, what so why don't that? you explain to everyone what these sausage blue balls are? What a what a belly button meat hole is. Let's go with the sausage blue balls. Let's start with that. They I don't believe they started out as blue balls. No. They certainly did not. They didn't. No. <laughs> we have a sabotager so, in the house. <laughs> okay. Well, I kept losing. That's the problem. So. We had to break it down for Len, if Len doesn't know. So break it down for Len. Head, yeah, let's break it down. And anyone watching, we go head to head, sister versus sister, yeah. on a particular dish on every episode. So for this particular episode, we took on sausage balls. So I had to make my version of a sausage ball. And Kiki, the, our vegan person on the panel, <laughs> had to take on her version of sausage balls. And this was a couple episodes in, and our community was causing her to lose every single episode. Because I think at that point, people were just hearing plant-based or vegan, and it was like an automatic it was no. Yeah, like, no, people weren't voting for me. They weren't even giving me a chance to explain why mine were going to be fantastic. <laughs> it was just like, never mind, it's vegan, I don't want yeah. it. 
Yeah, so that's, I that's a real, my own hands. That's a real thing. I mean, it is. people post to the different <laughs> groups, hey, I, I've got a vegetarian showing up to my barbecue. And first you get 100 comments about how I'm so sorry and disinvite that person. And, and then people... <laughs> And then people start to say, disinvite them. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's what happens in these groups. You do get those like, what do I do? Oh, we hear stuff like that all the time. And like at, at the beginning, it was funny. But now, to be honest, it's getting kind of annoying because <laughs> there's so many people that do have dietary requirements. Right. Like, I wasn't always vegan, but I've had to switch that because I have a, a really, really bad autoimmune condition. So like, and there's tons of people out there that can relate to that too. Yeah. And so many people now are like, you know what? I was like afraid to talk about it, but since you've talked about it, I'm now like exploring that more and looking to you guys for more things to be made on the barbecue. Cause there's not a lot of vegan like sources out there that talk about mm-hmm. vegan, but on the barbecue. Cause I think so, pe- so many people are focused on meat, Yeah, but well, so anyway, I, I had yeah. to try to sabotage Maddie. So right. I, I prepared picture perfect sausage balls using Bisquick. And Kiki took matters in her own hands, like she just said, and sabotaged me by adding disgusting blue food coloring to them. She, with her fingers, she's just like... Sabotage. Squirt, squirt. Boop, boop, boop. Gets it a little on her scarf. Oh, no big deal. She's just going around, you know. And then she goes out and she's like, did you, and then Maddie's like, did you put my balls in, like, like my sausage balls in there? Right. Uh, she goes, yep, they're in there. And she's just sitting there with a big blue stain. <laughs> That's impressive. And you were just talking about how everyone is good to each other in barbecue, but these two are. These guys go at it. cutthroat, yeah. It's awesome. That's impressive. You play to win in this family. Yeah. Okay. But once go. I started doing that, I finally started to win. And then people started giving me a chance to explain why vegan dishes are awesome and now after a few weeks of doing this like it's alarming to see so many people being open-minded to different vegan dishes Mm -hmm. like i've been so happy to see so many people like wanting the recipe wanting to learn about different ingredients like learning that certain things that we refer to as accidentally vegan Mm -hmm. like cool ranch doritos for instance no sweet chili heat oh yeah sorry sweet sweet heat um doritos are vegan who would ever have thought that yeah really Yes. So you can crush those down and use them as breadcrumbs on stuff? Exactly. Exactly. They're good. Or just eat them. Yeah, they're just good. (laughs) Just eat them in a bag. (laughs) Orange fingers and all. Just Just go for it. The whole thing. So can I I ask, though, for those of us that do have vegetarians or vegans coming over to the party, top vegan barbecue dishes? Like, let's educate some folks. Uh, my favorite thing to make on the grill is smoked tempeh. So I don't know if you guys or our viewers are familiar with what tempeh is, but it's a fermented soybean um, block. It's very similar to tofu, but it's a lot richer in flavor. It has like a very um, strong bacony flavor if put on the grill smoked and paired with different ingredients. Like if you're going to put some ketchup and some brown sugar and mustard in there, great texture, incredible texture. And I promise every vegan loves tempeh pretty much. And non-vegan. Guys, I'm not. And Kiki has opened my mind to many different things too. Like I try a lot of the foods that you make. And even though she's my competitor here, her food tastes delicious. (laughs) Tempeh. So a lot of people will do a vegetarian thing with tempeh, but they're trying to make it like meat. Do you you just... Do you try to make it like meat or you're just going after your own thing? We don't have to call it vegan brisket. It's, It's just a... It's just a piece of tempeh that you're doing very different. Or do you like try to like 
Here's Pass my, it off as here's my version of here's my uh, here's my meatless hamburger, my meatless uh, chicken wings. Which way do you? You know what? Here? That is a great question, and I feel like if you try to pass something off as meat, yeah. you're automatically going to have people disappointed because they're holding yeah. it up against what they know, not giving yeah, it its exactly. own shot. So yeah. I can't. That's one of my biggest pet mm. peeves: is people calling things something that it's not, and then you go to taste it, and you're like, it's a carrot. Right. Okay, that yeah. is not a hot dog. That is not like. So if you just say it for what it is. And put it into a dish and see if people actually genuinely like the flavor of it. You're way better off. There you are. Better off than calling it an impossible burger or something. Yeah. And it's plant-based. Just call it a plant-based. Because as soon as you take a bite, you're saying, does it taste like a hamburger? And you're going to automatically right. just say no. Right. And these girls are like, just give it its own. Like, right. Let it do its own thing. Yeah, like I'm going to eat a veggie patty before I eat an impossible burger any right. day of the week. My Exactly. Yeah. That's very true. My My first, you know thoughts when I think of like a vegan dish would be just maybe kind of a bland I'm thinking in my head maybe this can't be that good it's gonna be bland whatever but Kiki really makes it look delicious and the fact that she's grilling or smoking some of these dishes Mm -hmm. I think just brings another just a a different layer and an element on top of you know vegan uh, cuisine or yeah. what, you, what you might perceive as that type of what type of food that would be yep and it just looks delicious like you made a so you made ballpark biscuits with vegan hot dog was it yes that's right yep there was some vegan cheese in there it Those had all delicious there were some pickles and Did onions it? it had all the flavors the of a ballpark hot good. dog yeah. but in like a biscuit the texture of that looked amazing um, and then what else was it? You guys did that. So, okay. We got to talk about the meat hole, the belly button <laughs> meat hole. Please tell the audience who has the belly button meat hole. What is I'm freaked out. a belly button meat hole? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I want Johnny Max to come back here. Chrissy is see. looking at us right now like, what in God's name. I'm just like, please stop saying meat hole. I don't have an edit just, button like, anymore. What is happening? Like, I, have, I, have a, I have a family. I can't be, <laughs> the stuff you guys are talking about. It's fantastic. And, and I'm also inquisitive, so I need to know now. Ladies, what, please, what, please, take please. It, take it away. Please. Okay, so to answer the belly button meat hole question, <laughs> that was purely the title of something that we called a Pillsbury holiday wreath. Okay, so do are you everyone's familiar with the Pillsbury um the can of um the their crescent rolls? Right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we turned these crescent rolls into a wreath, Listen and I was taking on a sloppy Joe style of of filling. Let mm-hmm. me preface this conversation by saying Maddie has a habit of blurting out things that are dirty completely by accident, like completely <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> okay, so I made this into like a sloppy Joe um type filling and as I was wrapping up my wreath so it was in the shape of a wreath I was noticing that as I folded the, <laughs> the I don't even know this is I don't it feel like this ends well like a belly button okay, okay? I'm glad, I'm glad and it did you. anybody who saw the video it looked like a belly button did it not yes it did, it did. you gotta watch the belly button I, I will, I will, it look <laughs> now you're not a sloppy joe fan apparently Right or anything? No, I'm not. I'm, sloppy. I'm a sloppy Joe fan, but yep. not when it how it how it's so messy. Okay, okay. 
So then I was folding it in. I thought the belly button looked like it could have used the extra bit of meat. So I put it in and then. Yeah. No, I get it. I'm just not ah, touching Okay. One. I'm like, where does the meat hole part? I get that now. It looks like she a belly button, but where did it go blanks. from that? Got it. Filling in the blanks. She, she saw, she saw a void okay. that needed to be filled <laughs> with okay. meat. It's my girl. Yeah. Okay, cool. My home girl no, right no, there. No, my home that girl. title? Absolutely disgusting. I can admit it. You roast yourself. No, I was just, as soon as it came out, I was like, no. So look for that in the recipe book. It's Maddie's holiday belly button meat. <laughs> I had to bring it up. <laughs> It's just it's great. It, it had great. to be in the conference. It had to be in the cards for today. No, I yeah. want to make one now. I just wanted to know what it was. And Kiki, what was your retaliation to the uh, meat hole? So my, the wreath that I made that week was yep. a French onion soup inspired wreath with Beautiful. caramelized onions. Beautiful. It had a plant based cream cheese in it. So that was that was the week that I won because I think I, people were like so disgusted by belly button meat hole that they were like forced to give mine a try. <laughs> And then they were like, wow, that actually doesn't sound that bad. Okay, but mine tasted delicious. Did it, it, it did it not look like it would taste delicious. No one in the family could get past the name. <laughs> Should have just put a little bit of lint in the middle of it. I would have had two really. slices. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'd try anything. And you get I would have had a bowl of the button meat on it. On the internet. I wouldn't have turned it away. I a name like that will dry. But I added more cheese, actually, to the top. Yeah. Some, some Parmesan. Yeah, of course. You're Makes everything oh great. Goodness. Yeah. But I truffle that shit right up. Maybe that's a mushroom. Name that keeps on giving. Yeah. Really yeah. Big truffle person right here, Kiki. Yes. Yes, Truff- absolutely. Truffle makes it, everything. I would have to say that's my top favorite flavor of all time. Me well, too. What did you make that had the, um, which you were doing the pump. Did we already talk about that? Was that the, um, what did you make that had that truffle in it recently? It was. I made we so it was a fettuccine face off. Ah, classic yes. version. Yes. Maddie made a classic fettuccine with shrimp, yep. grilled shrimp. Yep. And I made a truffle cashew based sauce um with grilled mushrooms. Cashew. So if anybody doesn't know, a, the vegan cashew version of a, a cream sauce is if you soak cashews and blend them up with a bunch of different flavors. Like before I had to switch to a vegan diet, I was like, ew, this isn't going to taste good. Like how cashews. could that be creamy? Yeah. But you'd be so astounded with how creamy and delectable that, it that looked, is. It's incredible. The consistency looked delicious. My yeah. sister-in-law does one. Yeah. It's I was blown away. Yep, cashews. Yeah. It's yeah. holy cow. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like I would pick that on a menu. I would pick there, that over the, the other one. The mushrooms and the truffle. And no yes. offense, no offense. I just because the cat. I know how good that stuff is. It's just it sounds. It good. was, guys. I can't even admit. I'm surprised you didn't win that one because yeah. I tasted yours and it was phenomenal. Because I think again, the thought people just unless you have a plate of it in front of you and you're able to taste it for yourself. And when you hear cashews, you're like, you're thinking, Ew, like it's gonna be gross. Yeah. If you hadn't had, if I you... didn't know until I had it myself, and like I, I had to taste it to believe it. Yeah. You do. Yeah. So you guys. Truffle snobs, like winter truffle, summer truffle, black truffle, white truffle. Are you kind of no, you're any truffle. truffle. I, I'm, I'm any and every truffle, to be honest with you. <laughs> Truffle's good. Parmesan truffle fries, some of my, my oh, favorite yes. go-tos with a burger. Like a burger with some bacon on it and an egg with some Parmesan truffle fries. The what? best. Oh. Are you guys familiar with the San Franciscan Salt Company? They do a black truffle truffle salt. salt. I just put that on everything. If I want to make, if I want to make truffle mac and cheese, I just that's the salt that I will use. Like it truffles everything on steak. Holy cow! San Francisco Salt Company, Amazon, do it. Write that one down. Have you tried the truff that uh, that hot sauce that sort of infused with truffle? Truff, truff. Yeah, that one looks so good. I haven't had that one yet. Yeah, that looks good. Like a little. 
What type of what know, base is that? Is that like well, is that supposed to be a barbecue sauce or is that no, it's just like, like a sauce. like a like a wing sauce or something? Yes, but it has a ton of flavor. Like Ooh. you put on anything. Does it? I've heard really good things about that yeah, one, but I've have yet that. to try it. it Great. Look at the packaging that. too. Yes. The bottle itself looks nice. Yeah, they do a nice job, but it's good stuff. Yeah, you yeah. put on eggs, it changes eggs. It, but if you're gonna have that, mm. it's gonna change the profile of the fruit that you're eating pretty severely. Yeah, it's not even like complimentary. It's like now my eggs taste like truth. Well, it's gotta it's gotta complement it, <laughs> and then I think that that this uh, fettuccine dish yeah. sounds like it would incorporate that. Yeah, I'd like to put that in the non-vegan version. Mm. Some in a regular fettuccine. Allowed? I think that's allowed. Now, have you made fed? Have you made that a fettuccine dish like that with? Uh, truffle sauce in it or uh when you were Maddie? Pre- pre-vegan you used to make all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. with truffle oh, yeah delicious you that can, sounds you so know, good you can order those with a little slicer and get like a, yeah. a fresh truffle shipped to you Ooh. it's not cheap but you can do that you shave truffles <laughs> in the kitchen yeah. yeah that's why i use the salt i cheap out yeah. tastes yeah. delicious yeah they're pricey yeah they yeah. are yeah they're worth to... it but they're pricey mm-hmm. I well, once, I once had a. I went to a restaurant. All Dan Hart, what's up, Dan Hart? Dishes. Yeah, it was. Just, it was a Michelin restaurant, and they they were shoving truffle in everything. Mm-hmm. They put they they brought over something, and I said, "Oh, this is delicious. What is this?" And they it was French, right? We were in we were in Provence. He said pigeon, and I said, "Whoa, what's that?" And my wife turned to me. She goes, "It's a pigeon, dude. It's a pigeon. Ooh. Pigeon is pigeon. So yeah, just know that. Sounds kind of like it would be. In, yeah, was it good? Did you eat it? That was fantastic. <laughs> Pigeon rocks. We've had pigeon before. Pigeon does rock. Just goes to Don't don't eat by the name. Just eat it and make an opinion. Don't form me opinion. It's a tiny bird. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Mm -hmm. If it comes out of a smoker, there's really not much I won't eat. Or if it comes out of a. Do I'm from Australia. We make meat pies there, and people go, "You know what's in that? It's like all lips and asshole." Well, they're the most delicious ones I've ever eaten. Thank you. Moving on. Lips and asshole. If you had lips and asshole in some uh, white wine, uh, butter, garlic, I'm just saying, or some cashew fettuccine with truffle. I need anything out of white wine, butter, garlic, and olive oil. I just it's called sausage. I bathe in that pretty much every day. Anyway, we are running out of time. What is on the agenda for 2022 for you, ladies? You get the media tour coming up. What else we got? Anything else you want to talk, talk about? You want to make known? Anything we're doing? Do we want to make anything known yet? We have a couple secret pro- projects in the works that okay. we do not want to make known. Okay. <laughs> well, we're announcing there's secrets. Always come back here and announce it when the time is right. It's quite a teaser. We would absolutely yeah. love that, you guys. And it was amazing having you ladies back in the show. You are fantastic. You're inspirational. And we just love you guys. So yeah. thanks for coming back on. 100%. Tell everyone where they can find you if they live under a rock and don't already you know. You can find us across everywhere at Maddie and Kiki. We like to keep it nice and simple. And it's awesome. always a pleasure talking to you guys. Land meeting you this yes. time. We missed Johnny, but it was so nice to have you here with us tonight too. Yeah, same. I think you girls are awesome. I love what you're doing. Uh, thanks for spending some time talking to us. 100%. Hopefully we'll get to see you guys at a, at a competition in the future. Oh, oh yeah. we're making yeah. that happen, by the way. We are making that happen. Stick with us for a minute while we do the outro, and we'll be right back. Awesome, huh? Yeah, what do we have to say at the outro there? We don't have to say much. It's really it pretty big, much going to be me. The big line. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go, I want to give a shout out to Chef Matt, who's sitting in the audience today. He is the audience. Chef Matt dropped off some... Some rubs that I am pumped to try. From the uh, he owns the Granite State uh, Granite State Spice Blends, correct, Matt? And we got some awesome stuff made with love. We're gonna give these a whirl. Johnny Mags, I'll split mine with you. I'm giving Len 
because he made the truck out here. He's getting the whole other one. Look at this good stuff. And he's got a coffee one in there. Big fan. Big fan. Thanks, Ooh, Chef. Yeah. I appreciate it, my dude. Also, most importantly, I want to give just a little shout out to the dog father. Alton, uh, as you know, is uh, battling cancer. Uh, he's in the hospital and he's doing well and he's kicking cancer's ass. So big shout out to Alton, the dog father. Represent. We love you, my, my brother. We're thinking of, about you. Yeah. And we're sending prayers. Absolutely. From us to you guys. All right. So on that note, catch the audio. Everywhere audio podcast can be found. Catch the video on Facebook, also on YouTube. Hit the like button, subscribe, share, rate, and review. All the links, Chrissy, are in the description below. Right down. Including below. like all the Maddie and Kiki's. I threw all them in there too, just in case, because, you know, they're awesome. 100%. So. So check it out down there next week. Uh, Johnny Mag still on the road. Three hours of sleep per night. Will not be in. A little barbecue Santa. We'll be back with C-Mac next week. And the owner of Modern Butcher. Yeah. They do do nice work. They do nice work. So that's going to be fun. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling. Keep the smoke rolling. Keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.